Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Robert Pizzini. Robert retired from the U.S. Navy in 2010 after 26 years of service as a diver, master explosive ordnance disposal technician, and an EOD officer. While on active duty, he completed multiple deployments in support of various operations throughout the world. In January 2009, he completed a combat tour with the Combined Joint Special Operations Task Force. His personal decorations include the Bronze Star, he is now the managing partner and CEO of iFly Virginia Beach Indoor Skydiving, bringing this multi-million dollar technologically advanced experience to Virginia Beach in 2015. In 2018, iFly Virginia Beach is awarded the Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year. He is also the brains behind Elevate Your Leadership, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. He's been seen on NBC, ABC, Fox, CBS, Fox News, and everywhere else. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thank you. It's great to be here, Seth. I love, the, for- I love the poster behind you, by the way. I love uh, Jaws is one of my favorite movies. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. And thank you for your service before we start. For sure. All right. So you retired from a lifetime in the military. And instead of riding off into the sunset to go play golf, you started multiple businesses since then. What inspired you to start iFly Virginia Beach? Let's start there. Yeah, the main inspiration was my military experience. In Navy Special Operations, we do what's called military freefall. So we jump out of airplanes. And um, in training for that, you know, a lot, of, a lot of training is simulator or simulation training. Pilots fly simulators, et cetera. Um, we would use these indoor skydiving facilities as simulators <clears throat> to practice our military craft, the craft of freefall, which is, you know, flying through the sky. Uh, after exiting an aircraft at very high altitude. Um, we would go to different parts of the country and use these, use these vertical wind tunnels, as they're called, and we would always make the return to Virginia Beach, where the highest concentration of Navy Special Forces are, and we would always wonder why there's not one in Virginia Beach. And there was rumor and innuendo and stories, the city won't let you do it, or somebody bought the territory, or there was just a lot of incorrect information, and uh, I started tracking all that down one day, and I um, started working with the manufacturer of the equipment who, without a doubt, wanted to uh, have an operator in Virginia Beach. And uh, six short years after I started uh, the endeavor, we opened our doors for business. Uh, well, congratulations and obviously been very successful since then. Talk a little bit about how you got the word out about iFly Virginia Beach before COVID 
and then we'll go into today. Yeah, for sure. So I've got a sales and marketing department. Um, <clears throat> I Fly Virginia Beach is a franchise. And um, so the, the playbook kind of came with the purchase, so to speak. But what we did specifically, uh, which is different than most of the other iFlies uh, that are out there, is we really enmeshed in the community. I'm very active with the Chamber of Commerce. Um, <clears throat> my sales and marketing department, uh, you know, we're part of the Virginia Beach Hotel Association, the Virginia Beach Restaurant Association, and we attend all of these events. And we have become members of the community. We contribute to the community. We have a partnership with a, what's called a Title I school four miles from here where uh, we, we, we uh, deliver uh, the sport, you know, a 13-week experience to kids who otherwise probably wouldn't be able to do this. And uh, so, so that community involvement, uh, I think, is huge. Okay. And do you, how do you feel your elite military experience led you to be a successful business owner? Uh, there's no doubt that it had everything to do with that. You know, in, in the military and especially in special operations, uh, we determine, you know, the command, you get commander's intent. So here's what the commander needs you to do. So then we determine the mission parameters and we decide how we're going to achieve the commander's intent. And so uh, I really used a lot of the military decision-making process. Um, I use the methodology of man, train, equip. I use the methodology of individual training, unit level training, company level or unit or uh, yeah, company level training, you know, and how these things all tie together. All right. And what do you feel differentiates your franchise from the others in terms of your operating experience? So I think the biggest thing is my ability to make a decision. Uh, number one, and then my, uh, the way I've empowered uh, my management team. I have six people on the management team and they are empowered. Um, you know, they have the authority to make decisions at their level. They don't need to check with me uh, on, on very much. Uh, and that's enabled and facilitated by a weekly staff meeting where we share information with each other, keep everybody well informed. You know, in the military, they call that a commander's update brief where you're informing the commander but in my model, I call it a synchronization meeting because we're all informing each other. And uh, so that communication is critical. But leadership, which I believe in firmly, is uh, what distinguishes us and it's why we're as, as successful at we, as we are. And it's leadership at all levels. How has, obviously you were most, I'm, I'm assuming that there were some hiccups along the way due to COVID and restrictions. How has COVID, COVID impacted your business and how have you pivoted? So uh, the, other ask, the other part of my business is elevate your leadership. So with iFly, I created a leadership offering where uh, people come to my facility. We have six hours of facilitated leadership discussion, and then we fly for an hour. Actually, we fly first thing in the morning, kind of break the ice and get everybody, get everybody really energized for the rest of the day. So that's a live event inside my facility. With COVID, I had to convert that to a webinar style event so instead of six hours of content at iFly Virginia Beach, I do two hours of content a day for three days. So we get the same leadership discussion, but we don't get the flight experience, which, uh, which has great metaphor for leadership and team building and things of that nature. So, so that's one thing. The other, the other aspect, purely iFly Virginia Beach, is we were closed for about 10 days or so, and we were deemed key and essential because of our military training. And uh, so the military came back uh, after about 10 days or two weeks or so, 
And since then, that was that was in May uh, or April, rather, when they came back. In May, we opened to our membership. We have 250 people in our membership program. They're not the general public, you know. They're known known uh, entities. And then in June, we opened to the public. So the big answer is, um, although we lost uh, two thirds of our revenue stream for two months between the military training and the recovery when we opened in June, uh, we've actually had a pretty remarkable summer up all the way up till you know right now. It's the numbers year on year uh, have been better than this time last year. And, and, you know, we're a tourist destination and that's a big part of the business plan. And uh, I participated in many meetings where we wanted the governor to reopen our beaches. We knew we could do it safely and we de developed methodology and we developed a new marketing campaign. We, we're, not, we're not marketing to New York and New Jersey and Connecticut. We marketed to what we call one gas tank away. And um, it's been very successful, at least for, for venues like mine but I can say hotels and some of the other operations, um, you know, people are hanging in there. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So talk a little bit, let's talk about a little bit about Elevate Your Leadership. How did you start, how did that get started? Yeah, <clears throat> I was looking for leadership training for my management team. As I said earlier, I have six people on my management team and we did Franklin Covey and we went to Dale Carnegie and we had some other coach trainers come in and all of that was good, but none of it was what I grew up with in the military, where you really built a foundation. You know, you really personalized your brand of leadership and you were given room to fail, um, but not, not in a critical way. And you learned your lessons and you weren't afraid to fail because you knew somebody was going to be there to, to pick you up and help you out. Uh, and so I just, I couldn't find that for my team. So I developed an internal training process for my team. I delivered it. I delivered it again. I delivered it again. One of my, one of my beliefs is that leadership is a perishable skill, just like, just like uh, a musician or an athlete. If you don't rehearse and practice often, your ability to perform that task, in this case, lead, uh, diminishes. So I delivered my leadership uh, offering to my team time and time again. And then people outside the organization saw what I was doing. And they said, that is distinctly different from everything else that's out there. You should take it to market. And I did. That was about a year and a half ago. And I just, I, I enjoy it so much. I, I have a blast. I love getting people in here, a facil facilitated discussion, either in a group setting or a team setting. And, um, you know, I, I learn as much as I, as I uh, teach. Absolutely. We always learn more when we're teaching. Now, you went virtual out of necessity. So does that now open you up to a nationwide market? Do you now have, because it's virtual and they don't have to physically be at iFly Virginia Beach, how has that changed your marketing? How has that changed the service delivery? I know you're doing a multi-day webinar, virtual Zoom type of training. Talk a little bit about how that transition has helped you grow. Yeah, so it really changed my approach for sure. Um, at first, I was like, "Well, this is what I'm going to have to do." Uh, but then the the national and international aspect of it kind of uh, came to light, and I'm still uh, re reorganizing my marketing regarding that. But uh, but I'm, I'm I'm my visibility uh, and my ability to attract clients, you know, from a much wider base, is certainly one of the things that I'm focusing my marketing efforts on. Um, I'm actually uh, headed down to Texas uh, this weekend to deliver what would have been uh, the full day experience at an iFly facility in Texas. Uh, but, um, but I'm just going to the, to the client's corporate location instead. 
That's an, that brings up an interesting point. Could you then use iFly locations all over the country and market your thing to people in that businesses in that area, bring them in and work out a rev share with the owner of that facility and thus expose yourself to, again, a bigger market? Yeah, that's a, that was part of my uh, planning when I put this together. And um, of the 35 iFlies in the US, only four are uh, privately owned franchises, us being the the elder, if you will. And um, uh, the other 31 uh, are corporate, the other 31 iFlies are corporate locations. So with the corporate marketing team, we were just, uh, you know, getting to agreement on how we were going to do this. And then COVID hit. And at the same time, at the corporate level, they went through a merger and acquisition. So, uh, so without a doubt, that's part of the planning. And I just have to restart that initiative uh, once this M&A is, is kind of uh, done and, and, you know, the new team is in motion. Absolutely. With all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? Marketing, for sure. With Elevate Your Leadership, marketing is the biggest challenge. I love getting in front of groups of people and talking and sharing my experience, both success and failure, and hearing other people's experiences. Um, but marketing is 70% of getting <laughs> those groups of people together. And uh, that's not my sweet spot. That's not what I enjoy doing. And um, so I have to, so my biggest challenge is to really figure out how I'm going to approach marketing. I've got, I've got a click funnel, you know, a sales funnel. I've got a website. Um, I, I am a member of various organizations. Uh, and, and again, the social stuff I love doing, but having CRMs and, you know, 500 contacts per month and things like that. That's not me. That's not my sweet spot. So I, so marketing is my biggest challenge. Uh, who's your ideal client for Elevate Your Leadership? Small to medium-sized business. Uh, most large businesses have leadership curriculum and, and processes in place, usually in-house processes. But small to mid-sized businesses, um, they really don't focus on that until, until they have to. You right. know, uh, they, they, a problem develops or they realize they're growing and, and you know, things things become much more difficult. When you go, when you hit about 30 people in your organization, organizations really start to change at that point. Everybody doesn't know everybody and you don't all interact with each other on a daily basis. So small to midsize uh, for obvious reasons. They go through this growth. They don't focus on leadership to begin with. And uh, most of them realize how important it is kind of after it's too late, so to speak. Absolutely. What do you like best about what you do? Your passion's obvious. Uh, yeah, thanks. I, I'm sorry. Say that again. What do you like best about what you do? Oh, yeah. Uh, meeting people and interacting with people. Again, the experiences that uh, that people share with me um, uh, help enrich me and they help me grow. So really, it's it's doing that. And then the other thing I really enjoy the most is I have 35 employees within my organization. And my definition of leadership is to take my education, my training and, and my experience and enable others to achieve their objectives. And so when I see people on my team achieve their objectives, both professional and personal, uh, that's really uh, w when I get enjoyment and fulfillment. What are some of the most common mistakes you see business owners making when it comes to uh, leadership, other than not training anyone on it? What are some of the most common ones you see? Yeah, so not training is definitely the most common. And then right behind that would be, they kind of have this one and done theory, you know, oh, we, you know, uh, 
that person is now in charge of four people. She's a leader. We know that. We sent her to Dale Carnegie three years ago. So check in the box. She's had the training. Again, they don't, they don't, um, they don't rehearse it. They don't keep the principles of leadership in the conscious mind and, and review and have those discussions amongst the leadership team on a reoccurring basis. And you know, at the individual level, you should visit some aspect of leadership daily. And then at the team level, um, weekly or monthly, you should really be honing those leadership concepts and skills. And, and they change and some things change, some things don't, but, but to really understand everything that's out there. And then the team dynamic changes as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, for our, uh, this has been Seth Green with uh, Robert Zini of iFly Virginia Beach and Elevate Your Leadership. And we know your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you sharing it with us. What else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Uh, well, I would like to share uh, my website, Robert. Yeah, Pizzini. I was going to ask com. where everyone could go to yeah. learn more about you. Yeah, robertpazzini.com. Uh, and you can see my offerings there, but also I can custom uh, any type of offering. I've been asked to speak for 45 minutes, one hour, two hours, a half a day, a full day. And then my, my full offering is a two-day offering um, where uh, day one is the art and science of leadership as defined by and experienced by me. Day two is um, organizational architecture or you know, how, how is your organization built and organized? Uh, so those are, those are really, and again, these are things that that I brought with me from the military that have worked great in the private sector. They've worked great for me. Um, and, and you know, evidence of that is culture and values within your organization, which is, which is so important. If, if you're organized uh, properly and you have uh, properly trained leaders, your, your culture and values will be owned by the rest of your team and it'll be a, a positive environment. That is awesome. All right. Well, again, Seth Green with Robert Pizzini, robertpizzini.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. Robert, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks a lot, Seth. I appreciate it. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.